0: hey everyone i'm stefan this is graham hey this is travis
1: oh and we're three different ones uh last year we compiled a big old list of albums we think are interesting and now we talk about them uh today we are talking about octopus which is gentle giant's fourth album uh, we're going to go through uh, all the songs on the listing, and then we're going to give our final scores for it uh, at the end. Um, this is, uh, I, before we, th- this is, Gentle Giant is a, are they uh, kind of a prolific for being an early prog rock band? Or wh- where was, the, this, is, this is a pretty pretty old album. This is 72, I believe. Was this, uh, were, were there a lot of prog rock X going at this time period? Do either of y'all know?
2: This was like, uh, kind of the kind of like the peak of...
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it... The beginning of the peak?
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> th- this is... Yeah, Prague was definitely in full um... full stride by now. Like, you had Yes, King Crimson, um... Genesis.
1: Genesis was... Er, th- this
0: early?
2: Yeah, yeah, so um, Genesis had kind of like two I don't know uh, It almost sounds like two bands But it's like um, Early Genesis is like Kind of straight up Prog And then they would become pop You know in the That's 80s just crazy
1: Or whenever <laughs> Yeah, I know th- This album no, well, the
3: the fact that Genesis had two totally different sounds, like the they, same band.
1: W- it was all the same people though. It was it was Collins
2: and Gabriel and uh,
1: whoever the third guy was.
2: Peter Gabriel sang for them during their um, more prog era, and then he left, like I think in the mid seventies or something, and and Phil took over vocals. Okay, because Phil was. Yeah, just the drummer um, until yeah. I, I guess he did. He did both.
3: Um, what What would you say was the first
0: Genesis like pop album? Um, Duke. Eighty came, came out in eighty.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, what would
3: you say is the peak prog?
0: of Genesis? Of the two. <laughs>
2: oh i mean a lot of people even earlier a lot of people say selling england by the pound yeah or foxtrot um
0: um i've never gotten that that into genesis like i've i'm big into yes and i've
2: been getting more into king crimson lately um and gentle giant i've been a fan of for a while they're They didn't have quite the uh, commercial success as those other bands, and you can probably understand why. Yes. (laughs) Not very uh, radio friendly, maybe.
1: No, no. (laughs) It's a very, very kind of a challenging,
2: uh,
3: very diverse style.
2: Yeah. But they were like.
3: Not a whole lot of pleasantness, necessarily. (laughs)
2: Well, uh,
1: I mean, depending on what that means for you.
3: Right. You sure. Know, conventional
1: sure. music taste, though. Yeah, I could see this. Uh, I being could see this
3: being a little Extremely abrasive.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was thinking about how we usually say, you know, would we recommend this album to someone? And it, it really depends on a lot of things. Like I was thinking
3: the same thing. Yeah. Like, like who I, on I, earth would I recommend this to? <laughs> Definitely a musician. I could
2: Definitely. see it dri- driving a lot of people crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love it. Um, but yeah, these guys were like right there at the beginning of Prague rock.
0: Like, I'm not even sure if they have a lot of, um, you know, like Prague
2: influences like it's I feel like it's mostly like classical and
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, who knows like their their guitar player definitely brings some of the more kind of um, bluesy elements like um,
0: uh, who who knows I mean
2: they, I'm sure they all you know heard you know Hendrix and Cream and all that stuff but um, their their influences we're We're pretty uh pretty diverse, it sounds
1: like yeah yeah, I'd say so
3: <laughs> I can't uh. wait to hear what Stefan thought about this album yeah, oh, this,
2: yeah this is your uh this is your initiation it was <laughs> did
1: not know what to expect That's and classic. was very very surprised by the start of the album with advent of Panur.
2: I yeah I can't yeah. say it
1: without laughing. I'm sorry, the advent of Panurge
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of what is Panurge?
1: I have no idea, and I, I really I avoided looking up too much of it because from the start, I could tell this thing is completely bizarre, and I wanted to be <laughs> as weirded out as possible. I didn't want to know anything about them i'd I'd actually heard of the uh is it the Schulman Brothers? Are they brothers?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'd heard of them, but I, I didn't really know anything about this band or this album or anything like that. So, you know, imagine my surprise were at the start. I mean, it, it, the, the singing reminded me a little of like uh, McCartney in his Wings days. Hmm. Really? Yeah, that's what I thought of wow. at the very, very start. It goes away pretty quickly, but at the start with that light, light guitar.
3: You talking about, like, the first millisecond? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Those opening
1: few seconds. That voice.
3: Um. Interesting. To your point about where on earth did the advent of Panurge come from, I think I read something about some series of books of, like, Gargantua and Pantagruel or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's a lot of
1: literary,
3: dude. When I, oh
1: yeah, yeah. There's like, there's like Albert Camus references. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's
3: crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's a Graham is familiar. There's a subgenre of prog like Canterbury, and yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, just like that, yeah. that like Madrigal style vocal stuff that they do reminds me of like canterbury tales
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there's yeah.
3: there's very medieval like v- knots especially we'll get to it but yeah just kind of chanty and like i don't know like i feel like i'm a few hundred years past when they should have dropped
2: yeah yeah and and the the guy that composed a lot of their music um Carrie Manier. he like studied, you know, classical music in school and played a zillion instruments, as most of these guys did.
4: Yeah, most of these guys yeah.
2: play like, you know, tons of instruments. Um,
1: yeah, Carrie Meneer is credited with like nine different instruments on this. Yeah, album. like it's out of control. Dude, yeah.
3: the the musical prowess of these guys is incredible. Just, it's on incredible. It's nuts. It's
1: like a whole band of John Paul Joneses.
3: <laughs> Times a hundred. Yeah. 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 Dude.
2: Um so yeah, let's let's get into it with the uh a- the advent of uh pa- Panerge
0: Panurge. Um where do you even start? So <laughs> What what did y'all think of this? I love this song personally. Me too.
3: This I I think because so Graham showed me Gentle Giant a couple years ago, and I want to say this is the first song that you ever showed me of theirs. So it's it kind of got a a special place for me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I dude, I love it. I mean, it, it's just it's so weird. There are so many different pieces and components of this song but like it's it's weirdly heavy <laughs> yeah they've got this masterful way of making something so complex and not necessarily easy to listen to rhythmic which i i just i don't know maybe the guitar player's got something to do with that you know but, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's masterful, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the the way it starts, like, I feel like if you're first listening, you're... You're instantly you got, turning it off.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't
2: know about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it kind of eased me into it.
2: it. It could turn some people off, but it, it, it does... It does make you think, like, where is this going? Because, uh... I don't know it, it's it's like very like um I don't know it's it's very like um, God, what's the word for it? like it, it takes a while to like really mm-hmm. slow burn get into the meat of the song, right and like when the drums kick in, oh yeah, that's when you realize like, oh man, this is dude
3: and the bass, oh my gosh, yeah. The space player is on another level. the The rhythm section of this band is yeah. just stupid good.
2: Yeah, and, and
3: oddly heavy. Like,
2: yes, I I kind of love the contrast between like yeah, kind of whimsical medieval stuff, mm-hmm. but then it's like they'll just have a section where they just like really
3: like groove, freaking jam. Like,
2: yes, there's
3: some funk to it. Yeah. It's I, blending so many different sounds. Yeah, and somehow make it work.
2: I I absolutely love their drummer. Um
3: so this this was the uh, first album for this guy, right?
2: Yeah, uh, they had had like two drummers before this guy. Um And yeah, I, th- I think this was this guy's debut. Um uh, his name was Weathers? Yeah, John Weathers. Okay. John, John Paul Weathers.
0: Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> um, John Weathers, man. So, um, yeah, th- this is definitely a, a top track
2: of theirs and of this album for me. Very, very strong start.
1: Perfect, perfect intro.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it kind of gives you a good taste of of what this band's about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. And um, oddly
3: enough, I think the uh, the octopus cover, like I think uh, the graphic, really fits with this song. Yeah, it it they complement each other quite well.
2: Yeah, that's that cover is so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Like um, creepy. And uh, th- there are a couple covers out there because one as the octopus in the jar. Right. I I'm not sure if that was like the original cover or if that was like a new alternate thing, but that's I'm almost... glad
1: they picked this one. I'm glad they did they the one with the red
2: octopus. Um yeah. The, the one where it's more just yeah, 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 the red octopus. Yeah,
1: This is the I guess is this the for the UK release. I think yep. the jar one is in the US and over here and uh
2: Okay. okay
1: western hemisphere
2: yeah that's that's a, a badass painting man yeah it is mm-hmm. um and and yeah kind of kind of perfect for uh i don't know there there are several songs where it's like you can almost like see that cover um
4: yeah
3: like the music know. yeah yeah portrays that cover
2: it, it complements it and that that was done by the uh Roger Dean who did like a lot of covers for Yes albums. Uh, which had a lot of like crazy arts.
0: Oh um, yeah. He was just a big uh big prog rock album art guy. Um the next song I'm not as big of a fan of. Uh uh-uh. um Strong medieval vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Raycon to or troubadour. I mean it you know I think I think what turns me off about it is the
2: vocals, which mm-hmm. that's that's the case with some other songs. Like he's not a great singer in, in my <laughs> opinion. I mean but that's the vocal vocal parts are also really strange. Um
0: Yeah but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna kinda i don't know i i don't i don't dislike this song um the more I think
2: about it like it's got some it really showcases a lot of their uh playing like there's you know violin um God knows what else
4: uh-huh.
2: towards the end. Um,
1: yeah, some cello, I'm, I'm,
2: I think, just, some I'm viola. Say, yeah, I, I still dig this one. It doesn't have quite the impact that uh, track one does, but this one's
0: this one's cool. Yeah,
3: I think it, it's a lower point in the album for me. Yeah,
0: and yeah, That's and I pretty- I don't,
3: don't want to give too much away, but there are many different sounds and themes on this album. I thought. Yes, not a, yeah, not a consistent sound, really. No,
1: not at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like just totally different. Yep. Stories to tell from song yep. to song. Yeah,
2: and it, it it still feels like them. Like oh yeah, but, but I, uh,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, I might give the next track an exception to that, but yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the next one does just kind of sound like a
3: hard rock song, dude. Just first. like. Just so straightforward for them. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, but I mean, you know, there are parts in it where I'm like, okay, that's very gentle giant, you know, <laughs> right? They're <laughs> they, the
1: bongos.
3: They, They're they, like, they, we yeah. we've got to unleash some signature sounds. Yeah, let's yeah, throw just in. Really strange that you know, uh, just the main riff is like so on the nose. Well, well, Stefan, what did you think of uh,
2: Rack and Tour Troubadour?
1: that was one of my favorite songs on the album.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love
1: it. It's a freaking Renaissance fair and it's <laughs> yeah, it so is. weird. I love the way that piano sounds. i loved the strings. I, that fucking songs out of its mind.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I
1: mean the, the freaking vibraphone coming in out of nowhere. I mean, it just, it sounded like the score of a, of like a, docu series on Victorian era England. I mean, just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, so bizarre, but it it I mean, I, I was so caught off guard by it. I mean, I was I, I was just totally hooked into it for the whole thing.
2: Yeah. And I, I
1: I yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I liked, like I yeah, it's it's super off-putting and it's weird, but I <laughs> I enjoyed that about it. And, and I and I liked cry for everyone by the way <laughs> yeah. goes in a totally different direction like it's, it's oh just, yeah uh, oh man i'm giving too much away but this was uh this was a very enjoyable uh listening experience for me
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well and and what's what's interesting about i think tour and cry for everyone is like they start with these uh like They start with verses and whatever, Mm -hmm. choruses, but then it just drops out. And I feel like it's finished by the band just going off. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm Yep. I love
2: that. Yeah. Like, after, like, 30 seconds or something, they're like, okay, we're done singing.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe, I mean, you you, you mentioned how, like, the guy's voice is not, like, doesn't have the greatest sound to it. I mean, you know... it's possible they were aware of that and it's like the, the yeah. vocals like we're not queen like the singers not <laughs> right. the strong point like and we, we need gotta... somebody
3: to sing yes at the end of the yes. day we're ridiculous musicians yeah yes.
2: yeah and yes. like the singer you know could play instruments he played uh he played some sax and i'm pretty sure live he would play some uh, guitar yeah um let, let me let me see what the what the singer played he Okay, he played sax, recorder, bass, percussion, keyboards. Jeez,
1: the multi-talented. Group yeah. Of people.
2: This this family was yeah.
1: Yeah, the music you, gene was strong with the Shulmans.
2: Yeah, and and I think the um, the third brother Ray, I think he would leave after this album, um, but then Phil and Derek would continue. I, th- I think that's. think that's correct it 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 gets confusing yeah of course derek shulman came up during the pantera episode
4: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's Um, right
2: (laughs) it's just he's in the music biz and he signed pantera
3: nice it's crazy to me like in a cry for everyone how many different synth sounds there were like yeah oh my god it's like (laughs) every time they'd come back to something it was like a different keys tone yeah so many different sounds basses out of control good yeah this is i mean phenomenal good i mean it it was hard
1: to tell if it was always a synth because they've got i mean they've got the freaking mini moog along with the hammond they've got the Mm -hmm. traditional piano they've got the mellotron i think they actually have a like a legit harpsichord on at least one of these songs. I would yeah. not it's like, be surprised. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really, I, I had the, uh, like, the, the listing of all the, the instruments used and I just gave up, honestly, at some point. Like, I think around, honestly, around knots, I was just like, I can't keep track of this anymore. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I just, I just couldn't do it. So I just went back yeah. to listening.
2: Yeah, man, that's, that might be the way to approach it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> just take it for what it is.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. And Renaissance fair is the perfect uh, descriptor <laughs> for for some of this stuff. It's like yes. so so yeah. medieval. And, oh yeah, uh, that uh, baroque uh, kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of bands like attempted that or attempted to copy that. Yeah, but it did, didn't sound quite as good because no. you know, this is just
3: so authentic.
4: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
3: they do it so well.
2: These guys had the actual the real like, deal. The knowledge and the mm-hmm. skill to like pull that off in a in a non cheesy way like it's, Yes. Pr- it's yes. pretty like, you know, goofy and ridiculous, but like it's, oh, it's yeah. also badass. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh yes. And um track 4 I- I'd say is probably one of their most known tracks. Um what did y'all think about Knots?
3: I love Knots.
1: Never thought I'd be excited to hear uh, a cappella. And they yeah. did this one.
0: It, it changed my attitude on that. They... <laughs> yeah. I love Knots. Yep.
2: <laughs> it's nuts, man. It is. It's
3: just everything going on with the vocals. And then it's such a smooth instrumental melody. Mm hmm. Love the bass, the drums, piano. I mean, it's it's just it's so good. And those yep. little little
2: breaks between the acapella parts, yep. where it's like a, a violin and like a, yeah. like a vibraphone that yep. yeah. kind of like it dances across the the um, I don't know. It's it's like panning across your ears, you know. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a good good way to describe it. Um, but then finally, um, you get to that riff about halfway through the song.
4: Uh
0: Yeah, I think that's
1: right.
2: That's, that's like the ultimate gentle giant moment for me, man. (laughs) Yep.
3: (laughs) Definitive
2: and that and that's when I think i I'm like thinking about that octopus on the cover, you know, mhm, with that that giant fat riff mm-hmm. it, it has a very like i don't know it, almost see like an octopus and like a ship or something
3: like it, yeah, like the twenty thousand leagues under the sea kind of deal yeah, like a
1: lovecraftian kind of thing,
3: yeah, and I don't it's know still- how they.
2: I don't know how they achieved that like sound, but it just sounds very like nautical. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It really like, does.
1: Dramatic too.
2: Yes. Yes. Very dramatic. But um Yeah, a- after all that build up of just insanity and chanting and whatever, <laughs> they just uh they <laughs> just go into a pretty you know, pretty accessible, I guess, heavy riff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty great, man. <laughs> yeah. So I crazy. Love I love I it. it. It <laughs> is nuts.
2: I, I was, I, again, I was ex- excited for you to hear this for the
4: first mm.
1: time. Oh, my gosh. I wish I'd filmed my face as I it's, was listening <laughs>
3: to this. Oh, my. Yeah. Gosh. It's so unique. It like, is. It's so unique.
1: Oh, my God. It's just nothing like it
2: yeah yeah oh man
3: <laughs> Would y'all think of uh the start of side 2
2: oh man fast
3: i yeah. honestly boys in the band might be my favorite yeah this, yeah which is funny because there're no vocals but
1: oh i was fine with it yeah it did, it, it did it not didn't matter to me at all
3: oh man nuts yep just i mean even starting with the the spinning coin yeah <laughs> You know is that what like, that was yeah yep
4: okay just like
3: cool. around a, it sounds like it's just spinning around a wood table
4: yeah Badass.
3: and then it just balls out drops yep <laughs> <laughs> yep dude it's just so good like uh this song is it's 11 out of 10 for me yeah, yeah it's the- just so perfect
2: it might yes. be the most complicated one on the album.
3: It's so perfect. Which I like that, you know, there's no vocal part since it is so complicated.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it draws more focus to, it forces you to focus on what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
2: I would, I would still listen to this album
3: if there were no vocals. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 100%.
1: Absolutely.
3: This, too, I mean, it, the weird little keys bass part coming off of the intro. I love that. Then you got that super smooth guitar part. Just absolute jam. I feel like the bass is just really, really driving it here too. I don't know, man, I feel like this is the first song where the guitar like really comes to life on this album. Yeah. There's not
2: like a ton of, uh, focus on guitar on this album but uh-huh. yeah this, this one you get some um and i feel like a couple albums like they're their albums leading up to this one um i feel like have more like guitar solos and riffs which i i love like i think he's a great guitar player and i love those albums it would uh-huh. actually be tough for me to say you know which of their uh you know, first four albums is my favorite, right? Um, but yeah, agreed. This song is is uh pretty incredible.
0: Yeah,
2: it's hectic as hell when it's so- going.
3: <laughs> it <laughs> is. Yeah. It is. It's it's, it's a slap in the face. Two, two. I mean, yeah. do y'all do y'all kind of getting like some some Jetsons vibes from <laughs> this song?
4: <laughs> Boys maybe, the- maybe yeah. at
3: the beginning. Yeah. Just like, real like futuristic fifties, sixties to me, you know? Yeah. I don't know.
1: The fifties version of what the future would look like. Yeah.
3: Exactly. I get that.
1: Yeah. I get that. For sure.
3: Yeah, at the beginning
2: I could see like some some little jetsons flying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Just the hecticness, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, it sounds like a cartoon for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: what y'all think of a uh, dog's life? <laughs> I instantly laughed.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh,
2: this, this is the first, first song where I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know. I was like, I mean, it, it's the weird. lyrics were killing me. Like oh, I was just yeah. trying not to laugh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had given up by that point. I was howling at this song. Mm-hmm. No, pun, I, I,
2: no pun intended
1: yes 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 uh i i still think though that musically uh it's it's really impressive i think that uh oh yeah sweet plucky guitar uh, transitions into the string sections i mean it's just I, I think it's just a beautifully sounding piece
2: i'd agree like
4: uh-huh.
1: so I, I i still really uh I still really enjoyed it. It's, uh, I think, it is the shortest song on the on the album. Yeah, there's probably probably, there's probably a good reason for that, but I I still (laughs) I I still had a blast with it. So yeah, uh, no, I totally would get uh, this. I mean, I think if you've made it this far in the album, you can probably get through it. But I, you know, I'm I'm sure this is not uh, it's not a big, not as popular some of the other songs off of octopus
3: i I could not quit cracking up listening to this song i I I like seriously (laughs) Um, i mean i can't say i'm surprised but yeah yeah. man nothing that's what's awesome about these guys is it's like yeah you know as weird as this i mean really to write a song like this but hey (laughs) Oof. but but no like, surprise.
2: like you were saying Stefan like don't don't skip this one even even if no. you're uh, kind of initially like oh what the hell is this <laughs> yeah give the dog a bone yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: but there He's is this whole
2: middle like kind of orchestral part that's just uh, it's really nice Yeah. weird as hell but Yes, if you, if you can dig it, you're you're gonna like it.
1: Agreed. It's it it is not a give up track by any means. No, so I, no? I'd say definitely uh sit through it. Give it give it a chance.
2: Yeah, and I think that was sung by uh, the Carey Meneer, not uh, not Derek Shulman. He kind of has a a more uh, gentle voice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, I think he sings the next one, too, Think of Me With Kindness. Yeah. Which I'm not a huge fan of. Like this, Same. The, Dog's Life and this one kind of have a
3: mm-hmm.
2: a different feel than the rest. Like, the, they're not heavy. No. Um,
3: they're my two least favorite.
0: No. Yeah.
2: This one's got... Uh, this one's a ballad, if they have mm-hmm. ballads, you know? You know? Yeah, what what counts for a ballad with Gentle Giant? Mm-hmm.
3: It's like I was saying, it, there's just so many different sounds and themes on this album, like mm-hmm. these two and Rakin Tour Troubadour. Yeah, a cry for everyone. Like, there's such different songs.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I would agree with you. Know, Dogs Life and Think of Me with Kindness are probably the the uh, weaker songs, mm-hmm. um, but I, I I wouldn't skip them. The, the ending of thinking me with kindness, I got some like very like, you know, Sergeant Pepper era Beatle vibes with that horn.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what that is. Like a. Yeah. It's French a horn or something.
1: Is it a, is it a mellophone?
3: man I don't know I don't even know what that it's is it's
1: it's a weird it's a the mellophone. it's it's a it's a brass instrument it's kind of got like a the sort of conical bore which 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 alters the sound a little bit uh it, it it's it's very it's like it, it's it's a similar sound to the French horn but its body makes it look kind of like a trumpet it's a it's a it's a weird it's a weirder okay. instrument a little more obscure than the what you see in a traditional brass section
3: of course they'd have that
2: yeah oh yeah oh yeah i think you're right because um oh i i just lost it but it yeah i saw mellophone on track seven yeah but of course their wikipedia page is like a freaking novel yes Mm -hmm. yes under personnel (laughs) um Oh, that was uh, that was Phil Schulman playing the mellophone. I just found it. There you go. All right, the um, Shulman
1: strike again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, any any more to say about uh, thinking me with kindness?
1: <sighs> I'd rather
2: definitely. talk about river. Honestly, yes. Oh yeah. I think we all would.
3: Is that a little uh, wah on there?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I think
0: there's some definitely some wah pedal. You mean in the uh in the beginning riff? Yeah. hmm Yeah, it's like it's hard to kinda of pick
2: out what's what, but yeah, I hear some like wah but it like, on top of a
3: slippery guitar sound.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the guitar kind of plays in unison with that uh violin or I always get my bowed instruments mixed up because there's like a violin, a viola. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like violin is probably what what was played on this. Mm-hmm.
0: There was like a nice dreaminess to this song.
2: Yeah, especially at the beginning.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Got a little solo worked in towards the end there. Yeah.
2: Ooh, yeah, that that guitar solo is very, like... Mm-hmm. At, at some points, I was like, man, this could be, like, early, like, ZZ Top or something. Yeah. Oh, so bo- it, yeah.
3: It's so strange. It's so like, bluesy. Right. Strange in contrast with what else is going on.
2: Right, right. And I'm sure, you know, as all, you know, guys who were in rock bands back in back in the 60s and 70s, I'm sure these guys grew up, you know, being into the blues.
4: Right. I oh, mean, dang. the,
2: the Shulman brothers were actually in a, like a, you know, blue eyed soul band or something that actually got a little bit of, uh, success. It was called like, Oh God, what was it? But they had like a minor hit or something. And then they they, there was some quote that was funny. It was like, you know, basically, we we didn't see any point of, like, being with inferior musicians. <laughs> oh my I, was like, I was like, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Simon Dupree and the Big Sound. Wow. Yeah. And the Big Sound. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I know. I was pretty sh- freaking British, man. Wish I could find that, uh, dude.
3: I'm looking at the quote. album cover. That's that's amazing. <laughs> or like the band photos. That
2: they, they had a yeah they they had a top hit called Kites in 1967. Jesus, which Eric Shulman later described Kites as utter shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's amazing. <laughs> that is, I yeah. Love it. And it's uh, like, how can you even? What's what's someone from that band going to say after him going to Gentle Giant? Like, uh, yeah, know. you're right.
4: Yeah,
2: um, it's <laughs> yeah. In in '69, the brothers finally dissolved the group in order to escape the pop music environment that had frustrated them. Um, and then Brad Shulman stated, "We knew we couldn't continue with the musicians we'd had before." We weren't interested in the other musicians in the band. They couldn't contribute anything.
3: We had, oh, my God. We had wow. To
2: teach, we had to teach them what to do. It got rather heavy when we could play drums better than the drummer. And even on record, we were doing more and more of it with overdubs. It got stupid having a band like that.
4: <laughs>
2: the first thing Jeez. was to get some musicians of a higher standard. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I guess you would expect a little bit of, uh, um, I don't know, pretentiousness
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> for a, a band that that's this uh, ambitious,
0: so maybe, maybe that's not, not surprising. Um, but yeah, back to River. What a like... hodgepodge. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: just not everything. I mean... Melotron, the electric violin, I mean the yummy bass riffs in this one, I mean organ, vibraphone, the freaking mini moog. I mean it's just it it's just they just it, it's just a big stew of a song and I think it's a perfect way to end this album. Yeah. Flawless the,
2: finish. They one of the strongest closers I can I can remember reviewing. Fully agreed. On on, a, on the show. Yep. Um, this one's great. I mean, I might even say this could be somebody's intro to Gentle Giant. Like, it's oh, yeah, River. It's, pre- it's pretty accessible and it kind of gives you everything that they are about. Um, you got some kind of cool drum work too, a little drum solo.
4: Mm hmm.
0: Not even quite a solo, just a little break. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, Love uh, it. yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. Th- I, th- th-
1: this has got to be the longest song on the album. So, but it, it didn't. It didn't feel long, honestly. Frankly, I was kind of. Uh, by the end of this one, I was I was bummed that the album is barely. It, it's just over thirty minutes. Yeah, which kind of blew me away. Honestly,
3: is it that I- short?
1: It's not long.
2: It's um. Let's see. 34 minutes.
4: Yeah. Sheesh.
2: I know. I I think most of their albums were about that length, which is kind of cool because, you know, prog bands are a lot of times uh-huh. known to write these like 10, 15 minute songs. And it's weird that these guys um, were able to keep their songs like so short, but also just like crammed so much more than like, yep. uh, a lot of other big prog bands. Like yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah.
3: It's like it the ain't... least cliche prog.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yes. really There's... fit
3: any of the, the like cookie cutter prog stuff, no. in my opinion.
2: I, it's I, true. They, absolutely. They, they kind of stand on their own. Um,
3: Which is the most prog thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is.
3: The exactly. the Godfathers.
2: Yeah. Um did anybody listen to um I, I know on Spotify the, the versions of this album they have like a a live performance at the end.
3: Yeah. I I, I didn't l li- I listen to like a minute of it. It was like yeah. almost sixteen minutes of live stuff.
2: Right. It's, it's just called Excerpts from Octopus, and that's how they would, like, perform. Um, I guess they would just kind of do like a medley of these songs when they did it live. Probably because it was, like, impossible to, you know, incorporate all the different instruments to play, yeah. like, every <clears throat> minute and second of these songs. Um, it's it's fun to watch these guys if, if you go on YouTube or something. It's it's pretty fun to watch them play a show there's some good clips out there and you know it's it's on like you know swedish tv or something (laughs) um i don't know
3: didn't you say at one point that like rush side of these guys is a huge influence on them i think um I
2: think that's probably how I I found out about them. I think I was reading like you know Rush, Wikipedia, or they might have been back on the iTunes days right. where you'd like read their bio. They right. definitely said they were an influence. I don't know how how huge of an influence, but yeah, I would say like Gentle Giant, King Crimson, and yes, I feel like those are kind of the. The big ones. And, and I guess you would throw Genesis in there. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. But uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Rush were into these guys. Frank Zappa was a fan. I don't know if, if he was necessarily influenced because he was already kind of doing his thing by the time they, they came around. But
0: it's always good when Frank Zappa gives you props.
4: Uh-huh. Definitely.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Um. yeah man short album yes uh, I know I, I guess we've we've kind
2: of come to the conclusion here uh-huh.
1: 10 out of 10 same no question
2: knew it before Dang. I even
1: made it to River and that made Dang. it uh, a rubber stamp for it uh, I was uh, I was had really from Raycon to a troubadour on Um did not know what was going to happen, what was coming next, but I, I was riveted from beginning to end. And yeah. I know it's weird, and I really don't know who I'd recommend this to. But um, I, I mean, I, I was just I, this was so much fun to listen to, and it was different and strange in the best kind of ways. So I love this album. Love yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so glad. i I thought you might thought you might
1: you were right you know me
2: (laughs) um yeah gotta be a 10 for me i mean even even with the you know weak points um yeah i I feel like even in those weaker tracks there's like stuff worth hearing Mm um you know there's so many changes and parts and whatever just kind of a masterpiece.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I, I would give it for me personally
3: probably an eight point five. Okay, okay, that's not I really mean, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, it's yeah. I think it's fantastic. But yeah, I don't know. There are two or three tracks that I don't think I would ever listen to personally. Sure. I would never seek them out. Yeah, And sure. that's, you know, that's three out of eight tracks. It's a yeah. pretty big yeah. chunk of the album. Definitely. But, it's I true. mean, I think they're, I love Gentle Giant. I think they're amazing. I just, yeah. this album in particular, I don't know that it's the 10 out of 10 for me from them, from what I've heard.
2: Right. It's a, it's a hard, uh, hard question. What's your favorite album?
3: Mm-hmm do you graham do you think you would give multiple albums of theirs 10 out of 10 i think i would yeah yeah
2: yeah it's it's just so hard like when you know e- even if there are a couple tracks you don't like it's like the good tracks they're they're almost worth like you know three songs <laughs> um yeah so it it's just so hard to like hear many of their albums and be like, yeah, this this isn't anything but just like brilliant.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, no, that's a fair point, definitely. Yeah,
2: I think yeah. definitely later on in their career they, they made some uh some clunkers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they can't uh, all be singers.
2: Right. No. Right. But uh yeah and, and as far as recommending it to people like if you
0: are into prog rock? Check it out. Um, if you're into, um,
2: I would say if you're into like fantasy or something like that, like I don't know, books or movies or mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. Like this could this could appeal to you because it it just kind of has that. um I don't know, it, it just sounds like it's from a different time period at some points. Mm-hmm. I put on Fellowship of the Ring after listening to this album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it that's just awesome. absolutely put me
1: in the mood for it. Yeah. And that's don't regret it at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it sounds like something that hobbits would listen to. Definitely. <laughs> and elves and dwarves, you know.
1: Yeah, good album for pipe weed.
2: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh um
3: that's a tough one.
2: Uh who you'd recommend it to? Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think who I would recommend it to.
0: I mean, I, I agree with all of that. Um Like if you're into um uh... virtuosos, I think you would like this. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Very gonna... technical music.
2: And I was gonna say, even though like Rush is also prog rock, and they maybe took influence from these guys, like this is so different from Rush. Like, oh yeah, like uh, you would like... never hear any of this on the
0: radio. True, true, yeah,
2: true. Um, unless you're on like a classical station, maybe you would hear something <laughs> like like it.
3: Dude, if they played Gentle Giant on 101.1, I would die.
2: <laughs> yeah it would fit for a while great.
3: until the, <laughs> until the rhythm section kicked in. So great. Uh, <laughs> you know, that begs the question, in my opinion, you know, people that listen to classical music, that might be a, a good recommendation to them to kind of, yeah. When some, some rock roots too. I, I think
2: they could definitely appreciate this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. If you listen to classical and rock music, this this is probably something worth checking out. For sure. If, if you just like weirdness and kind of <laughs> cha-
3: challenging. There's, there's yeah. some shock value to this album, too, I think. Like yes. It, I think it would be, for anybody, a, a great one and done, at least. Like sure. You've got to just hear it once. I know, I,
2: I feel like I, I love doing that and being like, dude, have you ever heard Gentle Giant? Right.
3: Surprise. Like I
2: think that's what I did to you, like yeah. however I was like, long what ago that is was. This?
0: Yeah. I'd never heard anything like it. Yeah. It's it's uh it's a lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. Stefan,
2: yeah. I'm I'm glad you uh you enjoyed it.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I am too. I'm so glad you put this uh on the list.
2: I, yeah
4: yeah and i'm this
2: was, was this on travis's list
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: oh okay well thank you travis then <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Uh, much
3: Graham's appreciated definitely the uh, the in-house gentle giant expert
2: yeah
1: yeah anything else you want to say on an octopus
2: that's that's all i got man i could i could probably ramble on more but
1: yeah all right. Well, if you're still with us, uh, thank you so much. As always, like the, like the episode, subscribe, share it around. If you have an album you'd like us to review, just drop it in the comment section and we will get to it. Uh, and we'll come back at you soon with another episode. So uh, be sure to stay in touch with three different ones. We'll see you.